0: Listening to The Bridge Loud in Chicago on QRock 100.7 FM and online worldwide via TheBridgeChicago.com. Hey, this is Jed Brewer. Here's tonight's question. I've made mistakes. Now, how do I forgive myself? Let's get into it.
1: You issue degrees that get worse, get worse by degrees. So you steal from the poor as you please. Take the rights and the justice they need. You make unjust laws Then the widow you crush with your jaws. And the orphans you prosecute all, robbing from those with nothing at all. You.
2: On the Bridge Loud, my name is Matt King And I'm joined by the founder of Mission USA, Glenn Fitzgerald Let's do this Also joining us, the producer of the show, the man who puts the music together, Jed Brewer I'm sorry, I'm so terribly sorry You know, most people I would say Pre-apologizing is a bad habit But for Jed, <laughs> it's probably a good policy Yeah We are going to answer a question tonight that came into the Bridge Loud at gmail.com Where you're welcome to write in your questions This week's question says I've made mistakes, now How do I forgive myself? And Glenn, this is an excellent question.
3: Yeah. Well, it turns out, it, and I hope this gives you some comfort, but 100 percent of us can look back on our own past and see things that we regret. Yeah. Yep. yep. Uh, that's true for everyone you're hearing on this show because yep. we've all had those moments, and a lot of them. <laughs> so there's there's no doubt that you're 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 definitely in good company with that. Uh, But there's a certain kind of pain with feeling like we've let people down and we've let ourselves down. It feels like it says a whole lot about us, and it's kind of hard to let that go. But I think that's the the beginning of this process. So we can't get forward if we're wallowing in that and the, the negativity and the guilt of that. We've got to find a way to move forward on that.
2: That's absolutely right. And, Jen, I really like the way Glenn phrased that uh, concept of forgiveness as letting something go. Yeah. But there are things that keep us, uh, to draw that analogy, holding on to whatever this was. What might some of those things be? Well,
0: you know, I think one of the big ones for a lot of people, and I have certainly felt this way, is when we feel like this thing I did was so bad and was so wrong that if I were to just let it go, you know, just not think about it anymore, it would be like an additional insult to the people that I've hurt. I mean, if you think about, you know, um, if you if you were really uncool to someone in a relationship, maybe you you cheated on them, right? There's a part of you that down the road might say that was a bad thing that I did, and I really hurt this person that I cared about. And if I just stop thinking about it, it's almost like I'm trying to say it's okay that it happened. And that that can't be right. I mean, that that feels wrong for them, and it would almost be like giving myself permission to do it again. So it's almost like, out of respect for their hurt and to keep myself from being naughty in the future, I must think at all times, in all places, about the worst thing I've ever done. Now, emotionally, we can we can track how that would make sense in your head. But it it breaks down pretty quickly because no one can actually live that way in life. I mean, (laughs) it actually is a true fact. No one can maintain any emotional state nonstop. You, right. there, there isn't one. Even, even if you're thinking ennui, I could do ennui 24 hours a day. You actually can't. Nobody can do that. And similarly, no one can be remorseful 24 hours a day. There, there's just no such thing as that. It also really wouldn't be healthy to try. It, it actually, in a weird way, it makes you more likely to do bad stuff in the future, not less. So the question that I think we need to look at is, first, is it okay to move on? You know, can we give ourselves permission to let go of the past and move on? And if we can, why is it so darn hard to do that? What's getting in the way of that?
2: Yes, when you're overcome with on trying to do 24-hour ennui, it's important to take breaks for whimsy. Yeah,
3: <laughs> right. That's
2: right, and I kind of counterbalance there. But those are all great questions that Jed poses with, and we'll look at them when we come back right here on the Bridge loud Here on the bridge loud My name is Matt King And I'm joined by the founder Of Mission USA Glenn Fitzgerald You
3: can't have ennui For 24 hours But you can't play The Wii for 24 hours Ooh You have to figure out Some sort of bathroom situation Sure absolutely
2: Which could lead To a certain amount Of ennui Ironically If you don't nail that one (laughs) Also joining us The the producer of the show Jed Brewer
3: I have ennui
0: About my need to Wii While playing the Wii (laughs) Wow It's a lot to deal with Yeah
2: poetry right here on the show in real time y'all are experiencing some art
1: yeah
2: and not only do we write real-time beat poetry about failed nintendo products and the very french emotions (laughs) that come along with them we also answer questions here on the bridge lab this one came into the bridge lab gmail.com it says i've made mistakes now how do i forgive myself and glenn we close that last segment with jed posing us a couple of very good questions one of which is simple and one of which will be difficult The simple one is, is it okay to move on from a bad thing you've done? Yes. I repeat again, it is okay to move on. So I will now give you the harder one, which is, why does that feel so tough to do? Well, I think it
3: is uh, the, when we 're moving on we're we 're trying to separate ourselves from a thing that has happened, but we 're we have to acknowledge that it happened. We have to to say okay you know this this is the thing that 's happened, but we can 't change the past that 's the tough tough part that we have to get our minds around it there 's something weird about I have done this wrong thing, but I want to." not only somehow undo it, but make it as if I never did do it. And that's, it's important to understand that is a desire that can't be fulfilled. So I really need to let go of that. But what I can do is look forward to where I'm at now in, the, in my immediate future and make changes that impact that world and, and and be in a more positive place for having this revelation.
2: I think that's a very sharp point, Jed, the one that one raises there of, uh, a healthy way to look at this is really to look at answers, to yep. pose a question, figure it out, and come up with a solution. I think the unhealthy way that we all get caught in, to be fair, might be to just look at kind of an endless series of questions and never wrap any of them up, right?
0: No question about it. And, and I think the in the spiral of, of unanswered and often unanswerable questions, the top of the list is, what does this say about me? What kind of a person am I that I would have done this? It's... It's a tough thing, man. You know, suppose that you went through a hard time and you stole from somebody, maybe somebody close to somebody that you care about. It, it makes sense to wonder, am I a thief? Is that just the kind of person that I am? And I'm and I'm shiftless and untrustworthy and just the worst. Am I – is that just who I am now? And it, the short answer is no. Um, and as Matt's rightly pointing out, as long as you're kind of running over those questions in your head – You're never going to have peace. You're actually not really going to find a good answer in your own head about that. But at the same time, it's really hard to move on without having good answers to these questions. How could this have happened? How could I have done this? What does this say about me? So given that, we need to figure out how can we get these really important questions answered other than just ruminating on them in our own head endlessly over and over and over again and never going anywhere.
2: And that is exactly what we will look at when we come back right here on The Bridge Loud. the bridge loud my name is matt king and i'm joined by the founder of mission usa glenn fitzgerald
3: i hope jed can forgive himself for his potty mouth
2: fair enough also joining us said potty mouth producer of the show jed
0: brewer i'm i'm working on it it's it's not going well but i'm, I'm trying
2: <laughs> it's a process we are answering a question that came into the bridge loud at gmail.com where you're welcome to write in your questions this week's question says i've made mistakes now how do i forgive myself and Glenn, uh, we closed out the last time looking at the, at the the big questions that might come when we do something that we're that we feel bad about. And I think maybe the key one that kind of unlocks all the other ones is: How could this have happened? Yeah. And so, where do we start with something as big as that?
3: Well, it's a great question because we need to put this in context. We need to understand that there is a chain of cause and effect that led to this. We can't just look at a thing you did and ignore everything about how that happened, how it came about. I mean, going all the way back to maybe how you were raised or maybe, you know, a a relationship that you had or what kind of week you were having, you name it. We need to look at all that. It's not going to make a wrong thing right. That's not what we're trying to do here. But what we are trying to do is to have understanding because understanding is the first step to forgiveness, whether that's forgiving other people or forgiving yourself.
2: I think that's a really great point. And Jed, that, I, that concept of we're not trying to explain this away. Yep. We are trying to explain it. What is the difference there and how is that important? That's a great question. So
0: there's a difference between um, excuses. Um, the point of an excuse is to say this wrong thing that I did wasn't really wrong, so no one can hold it against me. That That's what excuses are about. And explanation, which is about giving a broader context so that everyone can understand what truly happened and how it occurred. So for an example, uh, you could say, this man is a thief. That's, you know, okay, clear cut. That's what we're doing. Or you say, this man was very hungry and hadn't had anything to eat for three days, and he saw bread, and he took bread without paying for it, and he ate it. Both involve thieving, but they're very different situations. It's not that one is wrong and the other is not wrong. Both involve you took something that wasn't yours. I mean, that that is the definition of theft. But they're very different situations. And how how the person who stole, so to speak, would think about himself should vary between those two situations. So for you, I think it's about saying, yes, maybe you've lashed out at people, maybe you've taken things that weren't yours, but what was leading to that? Were you know? Did you get to a certain point of anger and then you lashed out? Did you get to a certain point of desperation and you took things that weren't yours? The more that we can understand the process that led to those mistakes, not only can we avoid making them in the future, but we can also have a lot more peace about our own past, which will help us move towards a better future.
2: I think that's such such a smart point. And really, that is something all of us need help with from time to time, that understanding our own motivations, you would think just in your mind, well, who could understand my motivations better than myself? The answer to that is really almost anyone. We are always the worst at kind of going through the, the soup of that. But there are people who are particularly trained and qualified to do that, psychiatrists, counselors therapists. If you think you might need a good outside perspective, it's a great place to start. Uh, those people are available in your area. If you don't know who they are, if you don't know how to find a, something called sliding scale that you can pay however much you can at the time, we would love to help you find those good people in your area who uh, can help you out. So you can email us thebridgeloud at gmail.com That address, again, thebridgeloud at gmail.com and we will get you hooked up and we will be right back here on The Bridge Loud.
1: Yes, I will you
2: We are back to you here on The Bridge Loud. My name is Matt King, and I'm joined by the founder of Mission USA, Glenn Fitzgerald. Let's do this. Also joining us, the producer of the show, the man who puts the music together, Jed Brewer.
0: Uh, I'm sorry. I was in the middle of my 24-hour Wii Marathon. Are we recording? Yes. Oh, okay.
2: We've been recording this whole Wii Marathon. For uh, purposes, Jed will find out about later. <laughs> it, it may involve editing funny sound effects over his attempt to play tennis. Who knows? <laughs> we are answering a question that came to The Bridge Loud at gmail.com. This week's question says, I've made mistakes. Now, how do I forgive myself? And in a lot of ways, you know, forgive, we talk about forgiveness coming in layers. Mm. And here on The Bridge Loud, every layer comes with its own dollar, of secret sauce. The secret sauce. So, Glenn, uh, earlier in the show, Jed used an example of I, I someone may have gotten desperate and stolen from someone they love. Right. Uh, that example comes from real life, from, <laughs> right. I'm going to conservatively say, 95% of the people we work with in our day job, working with folks in jail, right. coming out of addiction. Mm-hmm. Um who everyone has that story of, I got so desperate for whatever I needed money for, I stole grandma's DVD player. That's right. So when it's something that is that almost cartoonishly bad, just on the face of it, mm-hmm. where do you start with telling someone you need to get to a point of forgiving yourself and moving on?
3: Well, yeah, and you're also describing some of the finest people that we know. Absolutely. That, you know, they they got into a circumstance, and this is, this is the behavior that came out of that. Well, of course, our work is, is focused on having a spiritual healing and spiritual uh, renewal into your life to transform all of these problems into something that's a, a more balanced and healthy and happy life. So I think that begins with understanding, okay, where does God fit into this? Well, God is all-knowing. So he, that means he understands. Yes, he knows the facts of what you did right and wrong, he also understands why. And I think almost all of our problems with God center around failing to recognize and acknowledge He understands. Because He understands, He forgives. He offers our uh, a help to get us to a new and better place.
2: I think that's absolutely right. Um, there, there's one of my favorite quotes in the Bible, and you've probably heard it, uh, even if you didn't realize it from the Bible, is the idea Jesus says in uh, John chapter 8, The truth will set you free. It's a very simple statement. It's a beautiful statement. And it's such an amazingly layered one with what we're looking about here. And this goes all the way back to where we started. Talking about the idea of um, what these things say about us, these bad things we did, being worried to look at that. I know in my life that's because when I've not wanted to interrogate those things, ask the questions we talked about tonight, it's because I thought there was a real good chance I was going to land on the answer of you're just the worst. (laughs) Right. That's the explanation for all these things. And that's not a very... That's not a truth that I felt would set me free. And I know uh, all the folks we work with, everybody in this show can point to, when I actually started asking those questions... I found a lot more good news than I thought I would have about uh, actions that made sense, God that understood those actions, a better life on the other side of not defining myself by those things. And we don't want to play down how scary that first step is, but all we can do is stand in front of you and say you're listening to three guys who are on the other on the other side of that. In a lot of places in life, it's a much better place to be. That's what we want for you, and we will see you next week right here on the Bridge Loud.
1: Looks out for those in distress when I was desperate, gave me a